Hello and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi, everybody. Hello. And if you're if you're a returning subscriber and friend, welcome back. So good to have you. I'm Lindsay. This is Krista. And we are together in the same place. Mm-hmm. Same studio, baby. The way we like it. Yes. The way we like it. As some of you know, some of you may not know, uh, I moved to New York, but it's been really fun to come together every six weeks or so mm-hmm. and just really lean in on our podcast episodes specifically for all of you. Yeah, in the in the portal of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's been nice too with um, just being separate. We have a little bit, I feel like less of the desire to create in the crazy way that I felt before. Mm-hmm. Like I was like always like the next thing, the next project, like always onto it. It just doesn't allow for, or it didn't allow for the part of the creative process, which is the space mm-hmm. and the rest. Mm-hmm. And like that, Void, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where the ideas actually come in. Yes. Yeah. 100%. It's all good. So, welcome. This episode's going to be all about my wedding process. So, I got married about a month or so, a month ago now. And I'm really excited to share with you guys about the process. I did a post about like how I incorporated a lot of spirituality and my own intentionality into our wedding process. And there was a bunch of people that were asking about doing a solo episode. So this is that. And I wanted to really dig in with you guys. I actually did a pre-wedding episode. You can listen to that one as well. I really talked about just kind of the feelings I had around marriage, like the hesitations I had around marriage as a whole before, and really just like the fears and anxiety I was working with. And then I also did a Q&A. So mm-hmm. questions that you guys were asking me before the wedding. So this is going to be the wedding recap. Yeah, it was so, so special. I feel like I'm going to be like interviewing a little bit because it's to see you that weekend and see you receive all of the love who was there and just the intention around it was something I'll never forget. But I also, because there's so much going on, I didn't really get to like hear the ins and outs of just how you maintained your peace and energy throughout it all because it is such an intense event Mm -hmm. and there's so much anticipation. Um, I know from your previous episode, you you mentioned that... um, marriage in general, you're like, oh, I don't know about mm-hmm. this. And then in terms of planning the process, making it completely your own, did that kind of liberate you from this mm-hmm. idea that it had to be a certain way? Like, how did it feel planning it? Yeah. Cause it's weird to even say like, I'm doing a wedding recap episode. Cause I felt like so much of what I had thought as the younger version of myself was that weddings are corny mm-hmm. and that weddings are too girly almost. Yeah. And it felt like there was this preconceived notion I had about weddings and marriage that I felt like I was like kind of poo-pooed it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's cliche. That's corny. That's lame. There was this indoctrination that I think our generation went through. And I've been thinking a lot about this lately that made us believe so much of like independent, like be the independent woman, like do it on your own, you know, like kind of shunned marriage as a whole and being in partnership in that way as a whole and made us sort of look down on it or made people reevaluate it rightfully so. And I'm a a child of divorced parents. So I think that also gives you like a little chip on your shoulder whenever you're getting married because you're like, well, you know, as a kid, you're like, this didn't seem fun. This seemed really stressful. And I don't really understand why people got married if they weren't happy in the first place. So I had this like feeling going into my wedding and I was talking with a friend before it and I was just saying all these things that I was feeling and I could feel that as my 14-year-old self. I could feel that version of myself really expressing what I felt like I thought Mm. that I had made to be something I believed now. But I actually hadn't sat and reevaluated it and even did like a lot of research on like the actual spiritual principles of marriage and like the yoga principles of marriage and even like how divine the union of marriage is. And so doing a lot of that research and then just really sitting with that version of myself to just ask her how she's feeling, why she's feeling and validate that helped me bring to myself to 2021, 33-year-old version of me where I'm like, oh no, like this can be whatever I want it to be. And this can be something that is incredibly special. And this can be something that's meaningful to me. And, you know, Justin and I too last year before the wedding, we had this moment where we had this fight and we were just like, no, like, we're like, this isn't it. Like this, like we both got to the point where we're like, we're done. Mm -hmm. Like we are done. And 
we had fought like that before. Like that's, we've been together for nine years for anyone that's new. And that was sort of my patterning in relationships was like to be done. And so in this fight, I don't even know what it was about, but we got to this point where we're like, oh, we're both done. And it was very interesting because there was this switch happened where we both were almost liberated by the feeling of being done. Although the love was still there. It was like, oh, there's a liberation in feeling like I'm not... I don't have to be here because of some other Mm. reason or structure outside of the fact that I want to be here. And so after we both realized this like liberation happened, we're like, we're going to have to redefine what this feels like for us. Because for me as like the rolling stone that I am, like the rebel that I am, that sort of structure feels confining. And I think also, Mm. you know, when I'm in my masculine, as the masculine, marriage can feel confining. So when we're too far in our masculine, that's sort of when we were hesitant to marriage because we're like, oh man, someone's going to try and hold me down. And so that felt confining for me in a lot of different ways. And for him, it felt just like a little bit scary because I don't know if he, as an only child, has worked through a lot of different interpersonal communication issues like you do when you have siblings. Sure. Where you're like, oh, I'm going to literally throw a phone at your face and we're going to be cool the next yeah. day. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, 100%. like we're literally going to tell each other we're going to kill each other and we're yes. cool. There's there's a beauty in that in, in siblings and Justin's an only child. So coming to that point, and then there was this like beautiful, like spiritual realization that, I had and that he had too, where it was like, you know, there is an eternalness to marriage, but also this is my person for this life. And in different lives, I will have different partners and I'll have different lessons and I'll have different experiences that will help me grow in the way that I need to grow. And I've had those before, but in this life, this is my person. And it felt so much more freeing as like the choice rather than the having to be or having to be a part of or having to be in relationship or marriage because we felt like we had to and choosing it over anything and feeling like, oh, as my my soul recognizes that this is the lesson for me here, you know, like this relationship. So we had that beautiful moment too before the marriage, which helped bring us to like a more joyful celebratory place of the wedding than we were before. And was it, Partly the pressure of the wedding impending, do you feel like was that the undercurrent mm-hmm. of what was kind of creating a bit of yes. and chaos? My, and my therapist was like, uh, like six months ago, she was like, can I tell you something? And, and then she paused it and I was like, sure. She paused for like, <laughs> like two minutes and she was like moving around. She's like, okay, do I want to say it? And I'm like, say it. She's like, I feel like you're kind of one foot out the door. And I was like, oh, that's true. Like, that's true. And there's just a part of me that, has always felt like that in sure. any relationship, female, male, it's also work. Pro- it protects. Of course. Yeah. It's a protective mechanism mm-hmm. for sure. Because it's like, it's never necessarily been safe to be fully all the way in. So I also was working with that too. And that really amplified with the engagement and with the marriage where it's like, oh, you have to really work on these wounds or this will be something that feels constrictive or feels like it's not going to be suitable for your growth or it's not going to help both of you expand instead of making you contract. So I think it's interesting. I never thought that would be true, but I think the engagement period was this like portal of learning that I don't think I would have had if we had just stayed together as Mm. like a couple forever. Mm. I really was blown away at how of the energetics of marriage. I did not before I would have been like, why do people get married? Like, why can't people just date forever? There's like a beauty of dating forever. There's, you know, people could do whatever they want to do. But when that container is created, when you're engaged, and then when that period is happening through your wedding, there was really powerful things happening that I didn't expect to happen. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a party. I thought it was just more societal than it was soulful. Can you describe some of those moments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, just through the whole thing. It's like through Mm -hmm. the challenges that we went through, through the wedding before the wedding. When we were like, just having that huge fight or having these issues where we're like, oh, this is our life. And that's what I talked about in my my vows. But, and then even just like our first look, I was like, damn, this is like 10 years of our relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, and just you are given so many more. I think what it is, is that you're given so many more opportunities to create intentional moments 
than yes. your normal life. And that's what a lot of these periods are. It's like your engagement is, is an opportunity for intentional moments. Your wedding party is, your wedding is where it's like, make intention in these moments. This intention of our wedding is to solidify our love in front of everyone we love and God. And I think that's what brings the soulful spirituality part of it is that you're bringing all this beautiful intention, hopefully to the process. Yeah. I feel like those milestones also give you a glimpse into the evolution of what's to come because Mm -hmm. sometimes I forget, like we can be so present that we forget that our partners or even ourselves are going to change and grow. And with, I can imagine with something like a wedding impending, a marriage impending, that it's like, wait, this person who is in front of me right now I'm going to be with forever, but it's actually not true because that person is going to change and you are going Mm -hmm. to change and the experience is going to be different Mm -hmm. throughout your life. So I think for me, at least, like sometimes that thought, I'm like, wait, so I have to live with this certain habit that this person does for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. not leaving room for the fact that they will evolve and change and that maybe this act of getting married and this energy of marriage will change them in an instant. Mm -hmm. And just kind of transmute any of that residue that yep. has made you feel uncomfortable leading up mm-hmm. to it. Like there, we don't leave enough room for that transformation. Mm-hmm. But I think those milestones in these moments, just like, mm-hmm. like almost stop time. Yes. Yeah, and we did a healing session with uh, Laura Elliott, who's my, one of my Reiki healers here in Los Angeles. And there was like this beautiful uh, practice that we did where we held each other's hands and we looked in each other's eyes and we basically said something that was, it was like something that was like bothering. It was like, I find it was like, you're (laughs) annoying or like controlling. And it was like, and it was interesting because you kind of had to be present with, I think that you are controlling or I think that you are lazy or whatever Mm -hmm. the things are and tell about the person what you're, what you're scared about or what bothers you. Oh, wow. And, and I'm, you know, we've been together so long. I'm very yeah. aware. Yeah. Justin's like, I don't have anything. And I'm like, um, you think I'm controlling? You, think, you know what I mean? I'm like, let me help you. Let brother. me control the situation. Literally. literally I was like, dude, <laughs> let me help you out. And um, there was the one he was like, you don't spend enough time with me or on our relationship. And I was like, oh, that's so true. Mm. And it has helped as someone that I'm not a people pleaser, but I definitely prioritize my relationships outside of my personal relationship very much, very, very, very much. And I'm very much a giver of my time and energy. So I don't always put Justin in our relationship first over anything. Like, you know, I I tend to actually put it second or last. And so that marriage has given me the permission to be like, oh, this is like my number one. And this is where I need to be. And this is what... I need to be doing. And now that it, that it is recognized by society as this thing, then I can do it much more freely. Mm-hmm. And so that's not necessarily the best thing because people should be able to feel strong enough in their core to do whatever they want to do intuitively. But for me, it's been helpful because now I feel like I have more permission to like lean into our love. Totally. And I, I can imagine that there's something there around like societal expectations of when you get married, you lose... St- touch with your friends mm-hmm. or when you have a kid you totally like forget about yes. you know like it's so like there's my biggest fear so it's it's also that where yes. it's like knowing that Justin will always be there it's like pouring into those other mm-hmm. relationships that kind of help fortify yes your experience but then also realizing that you have people in your life your friends who want you to pour into like would yes. want that for you. Yes. Who wouldn't hold it against you that you are spending more time with Justin now yes. and pouring into your relationship. Yeah. 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 And that was very stark. Like at this at the wedding is just how people I feel so grateful that so many of our friends are so evolved and so able to hold space and be mm. with their own emotions and be with you. It's like I felt like people were there genuinely out of the goodness and love of us. And there wasn't anything that we could do to not be loved. Because you're so stressed. So you're like, 
you know, especially the first day when we landed, I was like, not well. I was mm-hmm. like, just felt so anxious, felt so much pressure. I felt, yeah, I was just, I just felt really off. And I was like, oh, I feel so lucky that, you know, I have understanding friends that like, if I show up with a bad energy one day, it's like all good. Yes. And it's all understood. And that people were there out of the genuine, like givingness of their heart and showed up just super kindly. And, you know, it was apparent with people that weren't necessarily at that emotional capacity level in my life, as a lot of people are, how it's, there's an evolution, there's like an evolution of consciousness where you become like, I'm so happy with myself. I can be happy for other people in a very genuine way. And it is hard to get there. And until you get there, if you're not happy with yourself, you most likely won't be happy with other people and you won't be happy for their happiness or their success. And you'll wonder about yourself and you'll constantly sort of bring it back to you and your journey. And it was so apparent that I have so many people that are on the path of, they love themselves so much. They love their life so much that like they are able to truly like be there in Mm. love and support of one another without any strings attached, out of genuine support and love of that person. And yeah, that was also made very clear. And I think that was one of the hardest things about the process. Having people that you love, you know, not be able to come Mm -hmm. because of reasons that, you know, are valid and then some that aren't. And it's like, I'm such a person that bends over backwards for most people. So I was like, oh, fuck, what does this mean? Sure. You know, what does this mean for me in our relationship? And I think that was like heartbreaking. I think that was like incredibly hard. I didn't think that would bother me so much. And I was... Yeah, I feel like I felt really proud of you as a friend, although I was like really sad for those mm-hmm. moments when you got that news from from people and like allowing yourself to actually be sad and, and pissed at mm-hmm. times. And that's mm-hmm. okay too, mm-hmm. you know, because I do think that a wedding is an opportunity to actually like be healthfully selfish, you know, like yes. in that way. And it's, it, I don't even want to use the word selfish because it's, it's just true. like, I can care about this mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that I'm going to feel this way forever about this person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's really, it was, it's important to me, mm-hmm. you know, because I think this is one of my lessons too. And maybe one of yours where it's like, just be like, oh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, almost like not holding our friends to a certain, yes standard Mm -hmm. because we don't want them to think we're a bitch, Mm -hmm. but it's just being honest and just Mm -hmm. saying, I'm really disappointed and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sad that you won't be there and I don't understand the reason, but you know, Mm -hmm. and period, Mm -hmm. you know, not needing to be like, it's okay. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I don't know. It was so funny. I was talking to one of our friends about that and I was explaining that situation. She's like, well, I know if you're like me, you're going to be like, oh, it's fine. And just like say whatever. I'm like, I don't know if I've ever been like that. Someone that could just be like, it's cool. Maybe I, I I probably have in my life. I don't know if I'm, I've known you to be that way. I know. But. I'm just so, whatever I'm feeling is so apparent. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah. I can't really get around yes. not expressing how I feel. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I was very open with people and I think I was with the people that I really care about and that I had that expectation of because in relationship, you have to constantly come back to redefining expectations for one another. Are we at the phase in our friendship where we expect each other to show up at big life events? Are we at the phase where it's like, you know, we have other priorities, which is totally fine. So always coming to the table with like, oh, this was my, like for me, I'm like, oh, this is my expectation of our friendship. Like help me re-establish where we are as friends because I'm seeing things differently. And also my seeing is a little blurry because of the wedding. You know, you have a little bit of blurry vision with everything. And also that for me was hitting on a wound that I've had from a very young age, which is, you know, I will always love everyone more than they love me. I will always give everyone more of myself than they will give me. I will always show up for everyone more than they'll show up for me, et cetera, et cetera. And it was like that part of me was like incredibly activated. Sure. You know, it's like, whoa, like, because it's like one of those things where it's like, this feels irrationally painful. Yes. 
Like this feels, you know, that, mm-hmm. and that's how you know it's really something deeper oh, than, yeah. than the actual situation. The situations are the mirrors for you. It's like when you feel irrationally upset, when you're like, whoa, I am fucking gutted, mm-hmm. you know? And it was also something where I was like, oh, how can I bring, you know, how can, it's just sad how we do that. It's like, how can I find something to be upset about too? you know, through the process where you're like, I want to, we always want to fix things. So it's like in our mind, we're always kind of searching for Mm. the things that are, could be wrong. Mm. You know, where I'm like, always like, what could be wrong? But I also, you know, on the other side of that, it's like always looking for the positive. I believe in that. And I also don't want to bypass. I mean, I feel like this brought up a wound for you that you are now working with, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like Mm -hmm. actually allowing yourself to feel that to not bypass it, to express to these people how you really felt. Mm -hmm. And then just like kind of being with this now, okay? Like I feel like that feels healthier than just like, let me just look for the positives Mm -hmm. all the time, you know? 100%. And it was really the the realization I had with the wedding when I had like heartbreak with people, certain people not coming, that I was like talking to someone on the phone and they were talking, they're like, I cannot wait to get away and be in Mexico and be in the sun and all that. And I'm like, oh, there's actually people that are coming that don't have my best intention. And not that they wish ill on me or anything, but they probably have intentions overseeing Justin and I get married that are vacation, that are networking, that are whatever, which are, you know what I mean? Where yeah. I was like, oh, actually, the people that aren't coming could have the deepest intention for me, but they have something, you know, that's sure. going on. And there could be people that actually come that don't have the deepest intention for me. So it help, was helpful actually to, to remember that like, just because they're coming doesn't mean that like, they have the same intention as someone that maybe isn't. Sure. You know, sure. which I felt like actually was like a little bit of a relief. I was like, oh, actually just because you're coming doesn't mean that you like mm-hmm. are coming for the completely the right reasons. Completely. And all that to say, I feel like the people who were there, it was, I think Aaron Rose said it, like a very much a once in a lifetime yes. uh, experience, not only being with one another, and but also just witnessing you both getting married, like it was just, it it really was so, so special. And I felt like perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, and the ability, you mentioned like the vacation piece where people are looking forward to it. It's like, you know, post everything going on last year and it's just ready to to go somewhere and relax mm-hmm. and, and be with people you really love and especially to celebrate. It just created this space for people to actually like land mm-hmm. And like very much be themselves and very much like connect on a level that was super authentic and not forced. Mm -hmm. Because I think if you go to a wedding, you know, an hour away and you're just popping there for five hours, whatever, you don't have time to go deep. You Mm -hmm. really don't, you know, it's, which is fine, but it's very much like surface. Like, yes. let's talk to as many people as we can. And this was just very, I never felt like, oh, I got to do this. And now I got to go here. I never felt rushed. Never. Yeah, that's because it's like, I got there Wednesday and it took me like a day to have my energy land. Mm-hmm. And it was only Thursday when I started to like have fun and really be in it. You know, I was having, oh my gosh, they they had this like surprise bachelorette party for me Wednesday, so which was fun. so amazing. It was so kind. My sister did such a great job. But it was like Thursday when I finally felt land. I landed and I got to spend quality time with every single person there. Whether it was a walk or 20 minutes, like whatever it was, I actually got to have like full on conversations where like when we were hanging out, it was a continuation of. And that's what I always wanted it to be like. I always wanted it to feel like it was more than just like in and out rush, rush. Mm -hmm. Because then it felt like personally for me, just small talk was being had. And small talk's great. Like small talk's the gateway to deep talk, but for a lot of people, but it just would feel like we're like, how are you? And then we wouldn't ever get past that to actually be in a space where we could open up and receive. And so definitely, I think that was one of my favorite things that we did was especially having Thursday night with my friends from home mm-hmm. on the boat. Wednesday night, we did dinner with um, some girls for a bachelorette. And then Friday we had dinner on the beach for the rehearsal, which was like, I'm so glad we did Friday with everyone. We invited everyone to the beach for dinner uh, Friday for a rehearsal. 
we had mariachi and then like a taco bar and mm-hmm. everything like that. And that was really special. So everyone could get to know each other too before Saturday. And there was this beautiful fire pit that they I had know. created. Which I didn't I thought know they were was doing like, that. Ooh, that mm-hmm. was... That was like a special because yes. people gathered there at the end of the night after yes. dinner and just dropped in. There's something special about circles when mm-hmm. people sit in circles. Yes. Yes. And Friday was so beautiful. The flowers. I loved the oranges mm-hmm. and the blues. And it was nice to have just like be in beauty. <laughs> like there's just something no to more. beautiful spaces. And, you know, Justin and I as far as like what we spent, it's not like we spent anything ridiculous or absurd, but we did spend a good amount of money. But I would, the whole time felt joyful in spending. I was like, do not care. Yes. Do not care. I've been saving for years for this. I have, this is why I have money for, Mm -hmm. for times like these. And it was worth every penny to make it beautiful and to, to pay attention to what we wanted to pay attention to, Mm -hmm. which was like, I don't really, our food was bomb. The food was unreal. Mm -hmm. I don't really, food's not my fave thing at weddings. Like the vibe is more important to me, like flowers, band, stuff like that. But it's really like prioritizing what you want to prioritize through it as well. Definitely. Was there, I guess, what about the whole weekend? What were some like points of like true uniqueness to you that you were very certain on? Yeah. And like non-compromising on? I don't know if there was anything that I wasn't, I am, I think I've operated so much in my life with a clear vision of what I'm doing that I don't know if anyone, I don't get questioned a lot Mm -hmm. like in my life about that just because I've been clear for a lot of my existence. So it's not like anyone was coming to me like, you should think about this. You should think about that. So I feel really lucky about that that my parents and Justin's parents were very clear on that. But I think how we made it feel unique to us was our intention with our guest list. Mm -hmm. I didn't invite any of my family outside of our immediate family and that was purposeful love for them, but I'm not going to invite anyone that I don't talk to regularly or connect with, you know, on that like spiritual level. You know, although they've seen me when I was younger, they don't really know me as I am today and they don't really know our relationship. So I was really mindful about that, making sure our invite list was almost all friends besides 10 people. It was all friends and, you know, like our true soul family. And then having, um, you know, you sing was like so beautiful. Like it was just, it was like so beautiful. It was the most, that was when I was like all day was so anxious. I wasn't so anxious, but I was just more anxious. And then when that, when you started singing, I was like, oh, this is like it. And like, it was so sweet too. My dad was like bawling. My dad loves singing. He like loves music. Oh my God. And so having you sing and then having Milana officiate, I mean, she crushed like. Yeah, there was something about, I don't know if I didn't expect it from her because she's so powerful. We've been Mm -hmm. literally changed by Milana, but she dropped into something very Mm -hmm. different for the officiating that I was like, well, everyone was like, yes. Like just so present, locked in. And like she allowed us to kind of create this like beautiful like bubble around mm-hmm. you guys. Because sometimes I feel like at wedding ceremonies, it's I know. distracting. You're kind of like, oh, my hell. Literally. And this was, oh, it was so, so beautiful. And thank you for asking me to sing. It was yeah. really like biggest honor. It was the best. And yeah. And just to look out to see, that was another reminder. I was like, how do you how do you, and I know how you do this because this is just who you are, but you just bring people together in the most like beautiful symphony of ways mm-hmm. where like they're there for the right intention. There is no room for mm-hmm. any other anything. Mm-hmm. And it was just so felt. And then when you walk down the aisle, it was just like, yeah, it was it was powerful. I feel like people were definitely changed by mm-hmm. the experience of the whole weekend that you guys created. Yeah, it was it was good to hear some people from like Ohio and stuff. Like some of the oh, guys yeah. were like, "Wow, I loved the breath." Mm-hmm. You know, we did a breath. So Milana came on right after you sung mm-hmm. and did just like a grounding breath before we started the music. Before everyone walked down the aisle, and 
that was just so important. Mm -hmm. It's always like pulling apart. How could we pull apart these moments? How could we like elongate this experience to like bring more of like ourselves in the moment? Mm -hmm. Because otherwise it's just like, we're on this train. We don't know where we're going. It's freaking fast. The day goes by. So how can we make everyone really present to create the bubble? And then, yeah, having our ceremony that Milana and I worked on together and then our vows was just like, me and Justin both wrote them the day of, which was the best. It was it was perfect. It was that balance of, literally you felt, you felt the day of channeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't this, I think you can tell sometimes with speeches or yes. vows where it's like, almost too overworked. Yes. Where you're like, wait, what? Yes. And this just felt very, very, very much from your heart uh, in that moment. Funny. Mm -hmm. I was laughing a lot. What was your process for? That morning, I was like, because I couldn't get anything before. I was like, I could not get anything before. Mm -hmm. And that morning, I was so, I was actually, there was a few things I would do differently. And I was kind of annoyed that we had slept together the night before because I would have, I was talking to Erica Kimmick, one of our friends and a few other people that got married. And they're like, I actually did the night before and I had a fucking bath. And I was quiet with myself and I cried. Mm -hmm. And I like honored my single self, Mm -hmm. you know, my unmarried self. And you could have this beautiful ritual moment. And I was kind of annoyed that I didn't give myself that experience. So I would definitely sleep separately. But we ended up sleeping together. And then, you know, in the morning, Justin wakes me up and he's like, And I'm like, oh my God, my future husband is about to shower me with love and bring me breakfast in bed on our wedding day. And he's like, where's my phone? And I'm like, fuck, (laughs) off to the races. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) what? This is my life. This is my life. I'm pissed. And I just was like, fucking hell. And I'm pissed for like an hour because we're looking for his goddamn phone forever. And then in my vows, I'm just like, I was just like, oh, that's life. This is my life. This is our life. Like where it is so much of the not fluff part, you know, like this is my partner in life. And like, it's not always going to be like, I did the ritual the night before. Mm -hmm. And then we showed up the day of blah, blah, blah. It's like, we're going to be looking for our phones on the morning of our wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's Mm -hmm. just how it is. And so I just let that really be my guide for for my process with writing. And I felt so proud and I felt like it was so truthful. And um, we still need to read the vows to the babies. I know. The I was... kitties need to get the vows. <laughs> it brings up that like idea and I've been thinking about it a lot. Just with change brings up my need for perfection and control. Mm-hmm. And it's and it is that sometimes yes. where you like place all of these expectations on this day yes. and what it's supposed to be and what it means and all these things. And it's like wrapping it in just this like paper of perfection. And then it's like, then you're fucking miserable because you're like, how can it be that? Literally. How can it be that instead of like, you know, which I thought was so beautifully said in your vows, which was like, this is my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and it's, and it's beautiful and it's hard mm-hmm. and it's all the things. Yes. You know. And also he came in when I was like fully ready. I was like, he literally came in when I was fully ready. Dude, who's guarding the door? Dude, honestly. And I was just like, and I was sitting there and I'm like, I literally mad was like, you're not supposed to see the bride. And I was like, that's not my yeah. life. Yeah. That's- <laughs> this is my life. Justin's walking in. This is how, this is how my wedding goes. You know, I, know, I was thinking that. I'm like, oh, that's someone else's wedding. Yeah. This is my wedding. Yes. Where Justin's fucking in and out all day, just being, you know, whatever. <laughs> and I just was like, oh, but that's that's someone else's idea of how their day should go. And that's not how my day is going. You know, that's yes. not how we, we go. And so also reminding that, reminding myself that through the process of like, this is how my specific moment goes and day goes. Mm-hmm. And that means, you know, not... I didn't do a lot of getting ready photos. Katie, uh, who was our wedding photographer, Katie Keeley and Michaela, they were incredible. They were the best, like couldn't recommend them more, but I didn't really want that. I think it's, it's just not me. I didn't want a getting ready. I didn't want anyone really with me when I was getting ready. I wanted to get ready alone. Um, and that's like when you're 33, dude. When you, get, when you get married when you're 33, dude. If I was fucking 25, I'd be like, where's dude, 18 of my friends? I know. 
Honestly, I'd be like, where are 18 of my friends? Where's everyone's personalized hanger? Yes, yes. <laughs> like we're going to blow Adderall before my wedding. Um, and, oh, and then another part, another way, just coming back mm-hmm. to the question, another way that I brought like our intentionality and spirituality and it was working with Aaron on the prayer. And it's so interesting because I mean, I've known Aaron for, we've known Aaron for two years, three years. And it's so funny because it's like, you wouldn't think that I would have, because, you know, Caitlin spoke Friday. I've known her for 15, 20 years, probably 20 years. And I've known you for six, seven, you know, years. And to have in Milana for probably the same and to have someone that I haven't really known as long speaking, but it felt like there wasn't anything, you know, it just, Mm -hmm. it couldn't have been more right. It couldn't have been more perfect. And there was no question. Like there was like, oh, this is happening. I was so grateful that Aaron offered to do a prayer and the prayer was just incredible, you know, to be in front of everyone and just kind of reaffirming the intention Mm -hmm. as we stepped from the cocktail hour to the reception of like the gratitude that we have for the moment, for the opportunity to be with these people, for the delicious food, for the love of the room, for everything that's brought us to this place and giving it all to God as Mm -hmm. like, thanks. It was like, that was really special too. So for me, it was being unafraid of being who I am in front of a lot of people, which I, who I am is also expressed through others. It's expressed through you. It's expressed through Milana. It's expressed mm-hmm. through Caitlin. It's expressed through Aaron. And how are these going to contribute to like the overall expression of like what this day is? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was really beautiful. And it, yeah, it, do, it did give everyone in attendance like the facets of who you and Justin were, yep. whether it was through the speeches or whether it was through the even- churros. The churros. <laughs> yeah, like literally, yes. I, I just think these these elements of of the experience of that weekend that were so you guys, just even if we didn't get to talk to you mm-hmm. a, a ton- it was like, we felt you throughout the whole weekend mm-hmm. and we felt different parts of you. Mm-hmm. You know, there were like the funny parts and the more like, ooh, aesthetically, this is just so beautiful and intentional or, oh, this seems so curated and I'm. it makes me think of, you know, it, it, there was always kind of like a reflective moment mm-hmm. throughout the weekend, which I think is unique mm-hmm. because there weren't a lot of, I was thinking about this and I don't know what part of, I think maybe because you were so intentional with who, who you invited, like there wasn't a lot of like riffraff to distract. Yes. So it wasn't pulling my attention because I'm someone who needs, or someone who just is kind of distracted and I'm thinking about what other people are doing and thinking mm-hmm. and feeling. And so I knew that everyone there, 95% of the people there were really responsible for their own experience and emotions. Yes, And I was like, Oh, I have no job here. Yes, so fucking <laughs> you know true. What I mean? Like where yes. I'm like, oh, this is. It was clear. There was nothing in between that was like confusing my energetic body. Yes, and it really allowed, like, me personally to be so present mm-hmm. and not think about your aunt who you haven't spoken to yes. in 10 years, who's talking shit in the corner. Yes, <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> and that was something I had to continue coming back to. And like, I'm thankful for the opportunity to practice mm-hmm. it because now I can bring it to it more. But it was like, when I was around those offerings of, are you going to worry about this person's experience? Because there definitely was those. For sure. Many yeah. times, mm-hmm. you know, through the, mm-hmm. through the week mm-hmm. of, am I going to worry about this person's experience that I see them having? And just being like, keep coming back to, I deserve to have my own experience this weekend. Like I fully deserve to have my own joy and experience this weekend. And I'm not on duty Mm -hmm. for anyone else but myself. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know if I would have gotten married at any other time if I would have been able to do that. You know, because... I really care about the experience of other people. I care if people are okay, if they're having fun, what they're going through. But this time I was like, no. Good, yeah. No, no. And mindfulness and meditation have helped bring me there. You know, it's like doing it as a practice, also having it reaffirmed by my friends to always be like, you deserve to have this moment, this experience. And having the Mm self-worth high enough to know that over, you know, cultivating this relationship for nine years, like we both, Justin and I deserve to have our own beautiful experience because I've also 
allowed others to have beautiful experiences at their weddings. I've also been in support of others' beautiful experiences. So I was really grateful that I was like in my own. Mm-hmm. And Crystal, we were at dinner with like Crystal, Milana, and Victory and Melissa last night. And Crystal was saying that too. She's like, I felt you. She's like, because I could normally feel you being so with other people and like asking other people questions. But she's like, you did such a great job of being in your own. Yes. And I really felt like that. You know, Mm -hmm. I really was like, because on Saturday when you and Aaron and Milana came for the prayer in the morning, you know, I didn't really feel that well. I was just like, I didn't sleep that night before. I was annoyed about the phone. It was like 7 a.m. when people started getting ready in my room. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I just feel off. And it's hard to feel people coming in that support and love you, that want to support and love you and feel like you're not going to reciprocate it because you don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. You feel like it just kind of in your feels. And that was another reminder of like, oh, I'm grateful that my friends can manage and be in their own energies because I don't feel like I need to concede or explain. Yes. Like we're all sort of having our own experience and they are here because they love me, even if I'm in a bad mood or not. And even there because knowing that it was not needed, but like, yes, it's almost like the intention of that was not to come in and be like, this is the best day ever. It's yes. like, whatever, wherever you are right now yes. and whatever you need. Yes. Here. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it wasn't to like place on you bless for the best day ever. It was just like, yeah, that was it. Like people being like, are you having the best time of your life? Like, not, not anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't like well, that. Well, when you play like, it that way. Honestly, like, is this the best day of your whole life? I, I, I've probably asked that before. So I have to forgive whoever has done that. But it's like, <laughs> dude, I don't want to... Don't You don't want to be pulled out of that with the sure. pressure of like... Sure. Because what does that even mean? Well, because then it puts those lenses on you and you're like looking around you're like, well, that's not exactly what I yes. want it to be. And that's not what That's not my expectation of what the mm-hmm. best day of my life is. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I didn't like that, like the pressure, especially when I got there Wednesday of feeling like I needed to look the best I've ever looked. I needed yeah. to be in the best mood I've ever been. And I needed to, you know, everything needed to be like perfect. And it definitely wasn't. There was things about the wedding that weren't fully what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, parts of it that, we're not fully perfect. But removing that expectation of even telling myself, like, this might not be the best day of my mm-hmm. life. Like, it's like, it's okay. Yes. It's like, it doesn't, it can be whatever it needs to be. Yes. You know, for that time. And so just to to recap, like for the spiritual component for anyone that's planning a wedding or anyone that's going to get married in the future, Justin and I did sessions with healers before. So we did a session with Kiki, our healer that Lindsay and I work with. We did a session with Laura Elliott. So Laura Elliott was like a couple's Reiki one. And the Kiki session was like more of a clearing that was really helpful for giving us a little bit more psychic space, she said. So to help clear any projections, any illusions, and really just like, I see clearing above our heads, like any of the thoughts and projections people have on us during that time. So that was really, really helpful. And then um, having the prayer component, creating our own ceremony, Uh, was important having specific songs and music that we felt like was high vibrational or representative of our love, having, you know, you sing. So having people that you love be incorporated in it all, protecting your energy, like having, making sure you have energy maintenance and boundaries. Mm -hmm. I got ready on my own, Mm -hmm. letting myself cry when I wanted to cry, letting myself have the feeling and experience of, you know, seeing my dad whose health has really taken a turn in the past year or so and just really allowing myself to be sitting at my wedding bawling of grief Mm -hmm. about my dad's health and like being in that experience, but not forcing myself to be like, have fun. This is the best day of your life. Mm -hmm. This is so challenging. Or like, this is amazing. Like you're supposed to be dancing. And just being with that feeling and present experience of like grief like, this is fucking, wow. Like this, that was so confronting. You know, my dad, um, if you guys don't know, my dad has Parkinson's and he was diagnosed a few years ago and I've been in complete denial about it. I actually don't talk about it at all. And it's, there's a part of spirituality and self-help that kind of fucks you up sometimes because you kind of get in denial where you're like, oh, if I don't think about it, it's not true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So to be confronted with his, him and his speech and his health at his wedding was incredibly hard. But I was grateful that, again, I had people in my life, like my friend Jen, 
who was able to sit with me and be like, just without knowing the best space holder Mm -hmm. during that time. Because Jen's known me for 15, you know, Jen's known me for a long time. She's known my dad for a long time too. And to be like, oh, wow, this is the best moment of your life, but it's also a fucking hard moment. And like both of these are are happening. Mm. So that was probably one of the most powerful spiritual moments was like also to allow it to be really hard at times and to grieve expectations you had of how people are going to show up, expectations you had for the day, expectations you had for how you're going to look, whatever it is, and allowing space for all of your feelings to be. Yeah, I'm proud of you as a friend and just kind of like an outsider in that experience, like to Jen's point, like as hard as it was to see and to also see you be with that, like really pulling up, I was like, wow. Like Mm -hmm. it is a really, because your dad is actually, he's an actual angel, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And so it was almost like, despite what is happening to him physically, there was a deep, he didn't need to say much. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just so deeply felt. And as hard as it was to see, it was just like, yeah, I don't know. I can't really describe it, but I, yeah, it was, it was very, very powerful as hard as it was to see. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. And for him to see you too. Yeah. You know, I think that's all I'll say about that, that part, but it's, it was just this crazy, crazy, beautiful, hard at times ride that I feel like was such a catalyst for, for life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, mostly I feel so grateful that afterwards I got to understand how I can prioritize my dad more, how Mm -hmm. I can prioritize our time to be with him more, to really face the reality so that I could act differently. Mm. Because in denial, I can't really, I'm not acting as if the truth exists. So I think that was probably the most important piece of it, you know, to when acting as if the truth exists or knowing that the truth exists, I can act in in accordance. And the wedding was just so beautiful. My sister did such a great job on her speech. Such a great job. Such a great job. It was really emotional. It was really beautiful. It was funny. It was great. Justin's best friend, Scott, Mm -hmm. I love him. He did such a great job on his speech. Mm -hmm. He did such a great job. And then we danced like all night. It was was such a blast. Caitlin did the worm. She still can do the worm. I mean, that was... That was that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I was like, Krista, you need to watch this. <laughs> I know. I was talking to someone that I heard everyone be like, oh. And then she was doing the worm. It was amazing. I danced to Bugatti. It was like it was so awesome. funny. It was just the best. And Justin and I got our own car home afterwards. And then we, oh. they had roses all over the bed, which was so mm-hmm. sweet. We got home and then we did our honeymoon, which was so nice. There were so many of our friends that stayed for a long time after until like the next week. So I got to spend like a week with our friends Again, like Sahara, Danielle, Natalia, mm-hmm. Leticia, you know, Carly, just so many different people that I got to be in that like love vortex with for longer. And that was another part is like having this time already set aside for friends. How can we really maximize more, mm-hmm. more of it? And I couldn't be more thankful. And, you know, the timing ended up being perfect. Like it wasn't ideal, obviously, to get married during this time, but we never had to push it astrologically, it was really beautiful. Venus came out of like retrograde, I think. So we got to feel a little bit of that love during that season. And people wanted to travel. People wanted to be together and people wanted to be in conversation and in connection. And we just happened to to do it during this time. So highly recommend doing Destination, creating a space that you really love, making it your own, inviting people with intention, doing healing before and after. So you can really just clear any energy, incorporating your friends who you really love, who want to support you on the day, getting ready alone, having alone time, um, writing your vows from your heart, being unafraid to really make it as special as you know what your relationship is. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. 
Thanks for sharing. It's beautiful. Um, you guys can DM me with any questions or anything. If you guys want to know about you know my wedding planner or any of our vendors through the process or just anything you know about it, I'm happy to share and connect with you because um, it was just such a beautiful time. And yeah. Truly. How are you feeling a month out? I feel great. I feel <laughs> it's it's just weird. Time's so weird. You've said husband a lot in the last I have. 24 hours that I've been here. I know. Isn't you. it weird? I was like, no, it's great. I was like, because I always said boyfriend, even when we were engaged. I know. I, 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 I was leaving me. a little time for you to like still say boyfriend or, you I know. know, whatever, but you're like, husband. I was like, say it again. Dude, I know. <laughs> I don't know why. I like, I like saying husband. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. It's nice. It's nice. I like it. Hear that, husband? <laughs> yeah, literally. He's like, hey, he's been calling me his wife for a long time. Oh, which cute. has been sweet, but but I wanted it to feel special. Yes. But who knows? I mean, we got to work on the name change. Ah, whatever. I'm like, babe, you don't know about SEO. <laughs> I've got a lot of SEO with Williams. We got to stick to it. Ah, that's so And funny. I feel excited to chill. I just, the thing I feel most grateful for is that I have a life that I love outside of this. And like when, if this was me when I was working at my corporate job and I was just incredibly unhappy, it would be like the biggest high and the biggest low. Oh, yeah. And so I just feel grateful that my life is just genuinely really happy. There's mm-hmm. some highs and some lows, but there's not huge... I mean, dude, my whole life felt like fucking waves before yes. I sort of got a handle of of everything. And so I just feel grateful that it's like I leave my wedding and I'm like, oh, that was amazing. And yes. now I have a life that I love. Yeah. you know, I felt that too, even just being in attendance and then coming back to life. I was like, yeah, because you always like anticipate like, oh, after vacation, I'm yes. gonna you go need back a vacation to the from your vacation. <laughs> I was like, oh, all's well, hundred <laughs> percent, dude. That's like everyone's favorite joke. Like, need a vacation from your vacation. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Nah. <laughs> like, what? You, like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but. Yeah, happy to be back. Thanks for listening, you guys. I love you very much. You can listen to the other wedding episode that I did before the wedding. If you want to get the full coverage on it, you can also look at my Instagram. It's Krista, I-T-S, Krista. I have highlights and then reels. And I basically wanted to share everything about our process that I could just because I felt like it was so beautiful. And just Mm -hmm. DM me if you have any questions. I'm always here. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you on the next one. See you soon.